0: Thank you. I don't, I don't tell people, you mm-hmm. can't tell people. You see, if I tell you what I researched about you, uh, that would be the like the purpose of this. So click na top secrets. No, no,
1: no. Like I mean you won't tell me like outright, but like mm-hmm. it'll be how do I put it? Like you'll you'll ask me like throughout the course of the, the episode and stuff. But like in my head I'm just like what does he know? What does he know? What does he know? <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a lot I know that you don't.
1: Oh, oh my gosh, wow. I like seriously, stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. You know the way people say like girls are the detectives, you know, when it comes to relationships, that they're asking about, g hey, do you know about this guy? Then ex wawili. a couple of side chicks here and there.
1: <laughs> to, my, to my Facebook friend, mama yake, Cause me and he was um, we childhood friend. Yeah? Mm. Okay, Des me troke wa class four. Tuna wajua watu, yeah. Okay, totally. That's no, but like, yeah.
0: Guys are the real CID. Wango,
1: that there is is a fallacy
0: because oh, you guys can have life?
1: everything going on under your noses and you don't know. Anything that's going on. Like and then you guys like have like stupid sleep ups. Ah, uh, uh, mm -mm.
0: Like what? Can to give an example? Uh (laughs)
1: Uh-huh. Let me see. Let me see. Um, I have this friend. (laughs) I have this friend who has a friend who was Telling us about how this, for example, I mean, it's the most common option, people like most common, um, what do you call it, example, like when people get people cheating it, whatever. So,
0: yeah,
1: my friend has this friend. So, this day they were planning, oh, um, like, you know, how on Fridays it's like, hey, to our form, to our form. So, this guy was like, actually, ah, today let me go and chill with um, my friends somewhere, and then um, I'll go to my girlfriend's house later because she's not going to be there. But earlier in the day, they'd met up for lunch. So this babe came with this guy. And then they went with their boyfriend. And then mm-hmm. they had lunch and whatever and whatever. And their boyfriend paid for the lunch. Yes. Tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> this later in the, like a couple of days later, these guys were caught like they are kissing, kissing. They are in the in the in the in the living room because this babe was coming to be surprised for on her birthday. Akapata girlfriend, ken.
0: Sir, let me ask you. Let's, let let me just ask a question. If if you were in the, I guess the boyfriend's shoes, and you've just seen that. Tell me, what, what would you what would you do at that point?
1: Me? um, Me, I will disappear from the face of her earth. Like, she will <laughs> never see me again, hear from me again. I her, in existence, zero. I just... <sighs> so I can't fight for shit. Like, please, I don't... My energy, I can use it to... I don't know go farm some land or something but like I <laughs> this hour, okay it's okay just yeah block
0: block 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 <laughs> <laughs>
1: Snapchat block Si <laughs> you! una block Google Plus <laughs> who uses Google Plus in the first place but una block everywhere because that's just disrespectful ah, uh. so my friend
0: Mm. But best
1: friends. Ali 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 flex out too. Ali or flex.
0: <sighs> Mimi.
1: Ah. Anyway.
0: Stacy anyway. It was me. <laughs> <sighs> you know, such yeah. things. But you know, people say there's nothing new under this under this under the sun. So
1: <sighs> Yeah.
0: I know one day you'll be surprised so you just hope that that day never comes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. May I hope for good surprises? Um, Everything else? Um, get, yeah. Because the kind of mental anguish um, me, me, see, delay. No, 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 no. Mark me absent. Give me zero. Throw away the whole department. In fact, I didn't even know to that school because no.
0: Facts, yeah. facts, facts. So... Anyway, I think it's a a good uh, note to (laughs) introduce a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. So, hi guys, Um, welcome to season two, episode three of On My Ones podcast. My name is Alvin Thuo, and as usual, I shall be your host. So, you've just come from hearing some random chit-chats by none other than my lovely guest she'll be introduced and also she will introduce herself in a couple of minutes but first I wanted to thank you all for always tuning into the episode. it means so much to me the feedback that you all gave me is amazing and I don't really take it for granted so I thank you to my audience I'm super super grateful and I also want to apologize for the inconsistency you know it's to be honest, sometimes life just catches up with you and I know I used to do it like every fortnight, but for some reason, um, I know last month I was busy wrapping up third year so that took a, that took a lot of my time, but this time around I'm a bit more free and I'll tell you in a few what I've been up to, so I will try my best to be consistent with recording and yeah, please hold me accountable. We all need accountability partners. Um, so, yeah, anyway, you know, I never give you guys an insight as to what I do with my life. I've noticed it's always about, you know, guest this, guess that. But no one ever knows what's going on with me. But um, so anyway, like I said, I wrapped up third year last, no, earlier on this month. Uh, so just like first week of May got done with third year. Um, I've been working in a plasma lab so currently i am working from 9 to 5 or 9 to 4 pm it depends um it's a really cool place um it's called hsx so it's basically a lab that studies the fusion of like i guess hydrogen ions Anyway, I don't want to bore you too much with the theory, but they just study the physics behind nuclear fusion. So that's why I work. But I work under the electrical department and it's a really nice experience. But other than working, I'm also uh, delving a lot into music theory while playing the guitar. So that's another thing I've been up to. And, you know, basically it's summer hot boy summer so obviously um just enjoying myself as well so that's the vibe (laughs) um yeah but today i am joined by the girl them with the vibes she always passes the vibe check she has (laughs) an amazing voice i'm sure you know you all recognize her from the beginning and it's none other than Miss Nabutse, but I want her to give herself a proper, proper <laughs> intro. Hiya, hiya, Stacey, Stacy, Tuambia. Let
1: me just tell you, um, this that's one of the that's one of the hardest things for me to do, like to introduce myself. Because I'm not sure like how to put out or like What's the, the appropriate kind of way to introduce myself, which is why I like doing interviews online because I don't have to, like, no, I'm wrong, but straight to the point. Anyway, so um, my name is Stacey Nabutse. Uh, I am, ah, oh my gosh, you see, now I'm just overdoing. I'm 20, I'm turning 22 you know, sometime in You're July. Having a tanya, um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, say your name how old you are which class you are in and yeah these i mean yeah um so I just i'm just finishing up on my fourth year of uh, uni in at Strathmore university a, um, <laughs> i am <laughs> i am a girl um, i i am a songstress uh, which means i sing A lot of music, um, both covers and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I also work in theater um, as well as branding and marketing. And Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. My favorite type of music is rumba. Hey, my
0: friends, what next?
1: Oh my gosh, that's literally the bare minimum.
0: Ah, don't worry. We're gonna go in depth, in depth. You
1: know?
0: Okay. That's my, my my job is to pick your brain and just to get to know you a bit All better, right. and hopefully All right. All right. my listeners can also know who Miss Nabutzi is. So, you know, normally, let me start it different. Let me ask you how you're doing. Like, how you actually doing? Not, no, not the fake. Like, how are you? to. Oh, I'm okay. I'm fine. How are you doing? How are you actually doing? I'm
1: going straight for the jugular. <laughs> straight for the jugular. So how am I doing? Hmm, at this very moment, um, I think I'm doing pretty okay. And that's, that's not just like a surface level answer, but like I feel like I'm generally in an okay place. Like I'm not too deep in my fields or like... Ex- obsessively happy in a track where everything doesn't matter because I'm like late and stuff you know what I'm saying but like yeah I'm just taking each day at a time um I just wake up um get out of the house see the sun um feel the breeze on my skin um get back into the house watch some cool k dramas um drink a glass of juice and mm-hmm. take a nap and then I remember to read because I'm in the middle of my exams and stuff like that. But like I'm just going with the vibes at the moment. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's nice. I mean, I I think, you know, when people say they're okay, sometimes people might take it in a bad way. But I mm. think like okay is definitely better than like you're bad. And yeah. if and even being okay is. As good as just being good, you know, as long as nothing bad in your life is happening, you're healthy, you know, I think, okay, it's pretty valid.
1: And okay doesn't mean that there's not like any bad stuff happening, but you're better equipped at handling it as opposed to like having a super breakdown where you can't function at all. Because there are days I could go without talking to anybody, getting Mm -hmm. out of bed. Um even just a little sitting up straight and I'm just gonna be existing.
0: Yeah, I feel you. So
1: I think I'm in a good place to be honest. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for me, this probably has been honestly not too it hasn't been too bad. And at the same time, I don't think it's been my best week, like this year or something like that. Like there's just like mm-hmm. so much that went on on my end, and I wasn't quite happy about how things went this week. Um, I mean, work was work was all right, but like you know, other areas of your life, like just things were just uh, you know, um, but life
1: themes, yeah,
0: you know, you know, you, you know, it, but yeah, other than that, life things. like life, you know, I'm still here, I'm still here to record, regardless. I'm still here. I'll show up, and and we love to see it. Yeah, you know, gotta get things done. You know, the the, the world doesn't care about how you feel as long as you know you got you have you need to do something. Just show up for it, you know. So that's what I've been living by, and I'm trying uh, my best to have a better week. You know, Sunday for me is always the start of the week, so I'm trying to just you know keep my head above above the water. You know, just. Survive too, survive That's what yeah. I'm trying to do Yeah, so It's nice that you're doing okay I'm happy to hear that And I feel like this is a like a yeah. therapy session like A small one too Just uh, to just touch base like,
1: You just know <laughs> Hey, But um, if you have tips on how to sleep I want those ones Because here I don't understand because I could get to the I could be in the house the whole day And just be like chilling. And then it'll get to 8 p.m. And I need to close my eyes and knock out. And I'll do that. I'll close my eyes and sleep. But 1 o'clock, I'm awake. And I'm awake like that until 5 in the morning. So you go on exam 9.
0: Uh, what, and then what I'll too? go the
1: whole day without mm. sleeping. 9 to like, maybe, I don't know, 5, 6. And then I'm back to again, 8 p.m so if someone has Back sleep at, training please reach uh, out to me because <laughs> i am suffering
0: well i've heard of these uh i don't know what they call them they're like pills i don't know if they're melatonin pills but they normally like knock mm. you out a bad one so mm. there's that but the problem is your body might become uh, reliant on them and then without it you can't sleep that's the downside um also is
1: melatonin the one for melanin
0: no, I think that's the one for sleep.
1: I'll just read. I'll
0: read. I'll read the that's why, that's why. Alafu, there's this book, it's called Why We Sleep. I think it's a really mm-hmm. nice book. And I think um, it, I guess, it explains the psychology and all those like neurological things to do with sleep. So I think it's mm-hmm. a very interesting book you can get, very educative. In fact, you know, my friend and I, we were, we were talking about starting a book club. I don't know if anyone would be interested in joining a book club. Uh if you guys are down for it, niambia too, and then I can talk to her and then we can you know get back to you mm-hmm. guys.
1: I would, but it would have to be I'd only be present in the sessions that are nonfiction, but true life, like you know, those like memoirs. Um, yes. Like people talking about the experiences of their lives Like actual new fiction, um, And don't give me motivation books I will not read this one I like memoirs Like um, Those are the most interesting books in my opinion Everything else is just not interesting
0: But you see like I always think that isn't the point of a book club To get you to read different things apart From what you like And I think um Okay, that so
1: because me say myvo, I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance for sure. Yeah.
0: And then also I'll give I think it a
1: chance. that's as good as it gets.
0: I think also what I had in mind is you know how let's say you see you love memoirs, maybe someone else might come and say like I love African literature. I think we can like all like we can all sit down and discuss and agree like let's mm-hmm. do this. Um particular genre for this month so that every single month we keep like cycling between different genres and hopefully like if everyone has the time we can sit down maybe discuss at the end of the month what you thought about the book I think it's something like I think it's very healthy it'll be it'll be be a good experiment especially like
1: uh, it can be like super cool
0: yeah yeah since me I like doing different things during the summer so I think it would be so nice I think At the end of like three months, I'd be like, wow, I've actually, you know, read good books and I've discussed with people these books. But anyway, um, that was just a random tangent. Normally, I start by (laughs) telling people how we met. And I think I have a slight recollection of how me and you met. Tana Okotayari.
1: I don't remember
0: stay no, 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 no,
1: no, no, I do. I have two instances that I remember explicitly hanging out with you,
0: but okay. I don't you, sure,
1: I'm not sure which one is the first one.
0: Do you want to start or I should start? Do you?
1: <laughs> I have two. So the first okay. one, I remember I probably either met you in STC
0: mm-hmm.
1: or phase one. Everything else after that, I don't remember. And then I remember uh-huh. hanging out with you. This one time we went for our friend's dad's surprise party and then we sat next to each other for like the rest of the night.
0: Yeah, I remember that one. But I think we had already known each other way after that. Yeah,
1: I had met you before. That makes sense. Yeah, but I don't remember how you... How did we meet? How did we meet?
0: Okay, so this is my first-hand account. It's weird how I remember this, but... So this was the year 2017... And at that time, I was doing a diploma in in Strath. I was doing DBIT. And normally, what we would do is on Fridays, we would normally play chess on first floor STC. So, anyone who's in Strath Uni would probably know, seen these guys playing chess. I was one of those guys. Actually, funny enough, that chess story has i've done different things because of that chess i guess playing chess like i've met different people because of just playing chess but anyway so on this particular day um i was chilling with jerome i'm sure you guys would remember jerome from season one episode eight um so i was just with jerome and then guess who shows up so stacy shows up and starts talking to jerome you know, as old as Jerome's always a popular one. So you and Jerome started talking. And then Jerome just was like, you know what? By the way, this is my friend Alvin. And that's time I may remember I'm looking at Stacey, I'm thinking, Stacey, anakama to be honest. <laughs> so I was like, maybe this is one of Jerome's brothers, like friends or something. I didn't know. So it turns out, um, oh my you introduce God. yourself to me. <laughs> And I think that's that's the first time I met you. That's what I can remember. I I think. I
1: mean, then, it, it, it it does make sense. Like it's a it's a it's a continuous story. Like it does make sense. I have then, no account of that, but I'm not <laughs> going to refute it.
0: And then I think. After that, I always used to see you at the rooftop just jamming with, I guess, um, Abner and Jerome, like, just on a random one. And then there was a time they oh, had yeah. an event where people would sing at the rooftop. It was so nice. Like, that's the time I think I was just, like, branching was, out. I remember
1: that as well. And then you, people. like, sat at the back.
0: Yes. I was trying to take pictures. I
1: remember <laughs> that. That was that. was cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so you still have
1: a picture that you edited of me and you're still on your drive.
0: I didn't I did I send, send it to you, to though? I think I maybe I put it on my oh, drive and then did. I sent you it did. to you. Yeah. Um, yeah you so, did. yeah, you I did. think you you that's how I met you. So, anyway, we shall get cracking in section one, which is where I get to know you a bit better. Mm-hmm. And always my first question is tell me about your childhood. I know you have, you know, plenty of siblings. So I just need you to paint for me a picture about your childhood. Like take yourself back back in the days and tell me where you used to live, how was it growing up? What is some of like your most f- fond memories as a child?
1: Hmm. Okay. So I was born and raised in Nairobi. Um mm-hmm. I lived on Thickerwood for most of my Kindergarten, primary school life. Um, I have one brother who everybody gets shocked when they find out who my brother is. My brother's name is Mordecai, so um, yeah, he's a pretty photographer slash pilot and all of those nice things. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. um,
1: then I have two sisters, uh, one older than my brother, and then one younger than me. Um, my mom used to dress me and my younger sister the same. Like she'd buy the exact same thing, and there's about I think a year and maybe what's how many May, June, a year and 10 months between us. Yeah, so my mom used to dress us the same all the time. so I'm technically like a middle child because my brother is the only son and then there's an older sister and my younger sister. So I'm like middle child vibes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So um, I, huh, my childhood, I guess I had a pretty okay childhood. Um, to look a chapua, if you're not like top 10 or if you don't get 90 plus in maths, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, our parents really, really pushed for us to be the best we could be. Um, but let me tell you something about my primary school. Mm. There's this teacher who made it his business. In fact, there were two a lady and a, and a, and a gentleman, right? Who made it their business to incite us to be beaten. If we don't get the kind of marks that they were expecting and they would do this by concocting stories, you know, so in my school, um, it was not, we were only allowed by our teachers allowed in quotes to join Facebook after you finish class eight. If you're found on Facebook, even if you use which funny name, those people were hackers, I swear. <laughs> they used to just come and find you. They call you to the staff room. They beat you.
0: Ooh, uh-huh. You
1: were beaten. And then they call your parents and tell them that you have a boyfriend. And our parents never said in that kind of stuff. So it was just a strange phase that they really made it their business to do that. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, besides that um my fondest memories especially like with siblings we used to be like when we used to travel out to so my father used to work abroad most of the yeah. time so this this year he's in China Next year, he's moved to Florida for like three months. Then he comes back and he's in Amsterdam for six years or, you know, that whole kind of thing. So for me, the best thing about that was I never spent a holiday in Nairobi. This time we're flying to Amsterdam for a whole month. Tomorrow we're going to experience summer <laughs> or we're going to like winter and play like with the snowballs and stuff, right? Um, yeah. And then now either April or December, depending on which one we went. No, August used to be for up country. So now we pack our bags, all of us. We go to the, those days we used to go with El Dorit Express. We go to uh, Bugoma County or Higa County, depending on which one we want to go to first. We spend two weeks in one, two weeks in another one. Then we come back to Nairobi and continue the school time and everything like that. Um, yeah. I think so. Like that's pretty much how my childhood has been. Um, eh, why am I saying like that as if I'm still a child? I mean I'm a child of God, but like yeah. <laughs> um that's basically a ka- nice picture of what my childhood used to be. So being beaten if you don't pass um nice holidays just for vibes. Um yeah. going to shags. I mean, I love the countryside, to be honest, it's so cool. And then um I really like rumba and their journeys to shags is like six, seven, eight hours. That's the music you listen to. One mix cannot end between here and there. So the whole that's all you're hearing and it becomes such a nice experience and all the vibes just immaculate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my, my friend Cubs normally calls them Zilizo because also him, yeah. When they, whenever they're traveling with the dad, he'll always blast such music. And I think everyone can relate to the the being beaten part. The thing, I just, I've never understood primary teachers. And to this date, I'm still trying to wrap They're malicious. my head around
1: They're so malicious. why that
0: used to be the case. Like, I think there was an episode of Surviving Nairobi where they were talking about the 844, eight like, education system. And they were saying, mm. like, how is it that, let's say it's like a math exam, science, whatever it is, you got 90% or like, let's say, 94. And then next time you get 90 and you're being beaten for getting 90.
1: Can you imagine? What is that? And it's an A. Like, it's a clean A. What is that?
0: I don't know. Honestly, I... anyway That's so me,
1: <laughs> me, I'll never forgive them. I still hold a grudge for those You're too personal. I'm not forgiving. Mm -hmm. Okay, jokes, but yeah, no.
0: Well, but I really love how your childhood sounds like. It must have been fun, especially like the vacations and just getting to, I guess, experience different countries at such a young age. I mean, a good thing is that you always have like those memories. I guess it's Mm. what like make like bonds you with your siblings, et cetera. You're like, oh, baby, you remember that time we went where we did what I think um, that's really nice. So um, the next thing I want us to get into is, you know, obviously we we met in Strath and, Mm -hmm. you know, at that time, I technically didn't know a lot of people except from the people I came from high school with you know, yeah. then you start branching out and meeting other people. So mm-hmm. would you describe yourself as an extrovert? Because I know that, I feel like you're always around.
1: Yeah. Um, there was a time in my life where I thought I was an introvert. And someone looked at me and told me, are you sick in the head? And I was like, <laughs> Okay. What I would, I would um, say I have very extroverted tendencies where I am very, um, I have the ability to be social Um, in the sense that I'm able to like pick up conversations when I'm introduced to someone and they're open to having a conversation with me. You can think I've known this person for like years and I just met them like five minutes ago. Um, And then also like when there's like, um, a bunch of people. The vibes are just vibing, you know. Like you, yeah. Um, I am a very shy person, especially like when I am by myself and I meet someone new. It takes a lot from me to just open my mouth and say hi. Like it's, whew, It's a lot. But then, like, once I get past the high, I think I'm good. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, I have stage fright. This, as a no singer, way.
0: does no not make way. sense to a lot no, of people. No way.
1: So, let me tell you the one thing I'm grateful about. I do not have 2020 vision.
0: <laughs> so, uh-huh. I
1: could be on a stage and there's lights and the lights are shining on me, and I say, thank you god because i cannot see anything past the stage i see nothing like literally nothing my eyes just goes oops <laughs> see you later and that i think what's helped me in the types of performances i do because i do a lot of live shows imagine <laughs> so i don't get to see the people unless like it's like halfway through the show i've interacted with the people like through my voice, and people have sung back to me, and I feel a lot more comfortable. But in the beginning of the show, m- me, my legs are wobbling, or inside my nerves, just. Being <laughs> and yeah, so I have a little bit of stage fright. But in general, yes, I would say that I am an extrovert.
0: About the stage fright, I would have never guessed it. Because you know, you've right? always seemed so confident at this time you're not even seeing anyone uh-uh. <laughs> i'm not seeing
1: anything hey there's a time someone was telling me how they were waving at me siju they called my name Me, yeah, i had it coming from on the from the left guys sitting somewhere in the middle towards that and i was just like oh yeah i saw you because you know you cannot embarrass yourself saying Yeah, I was shocked. No, people don't get that. Like, it doesn't make sense to them. But like, I don't know, I've learned to work around it and stuff like that.
0: Uh, You know, actually, that's like a fantastic segue. Because I just, you know, I wanted to ask you about the, I think it's, I think we should start with singing and then we can get into the theatrical performances. So has music been Mm -hmm. like, or singing been a huge part of your life? As as far as you can remember, or how did it like work out for you? Like all these opportunities that you've had?
1: I would like to think so because I think I think for most of the people I know, most of our music starts from like church or like school or something. So in primary school, we have this thing called um PPI, which was, I don't, I still to this day do not know what PPI means. Um, Mm. It was like a session on Friday morning where we used to have um, some theological students from some university called Park. It's called Park. Park Uni. It's somewhere on Thicker Road. So it used to be mostly like Congolese, Ugandans type of students who used to come. And then they'd help us like go through a section of the Bible. And then we'd have like praise and worship. And there's something about school prison worship that slaps. Like mm-hmm. the way the harmonies just to do nice things. And you're just they're like, yes, Jesus, talk to me forever, <laughs> you know? so it was like one of those things so every every other weekend every other friday i mean fridays are weekends you every other friday each class because my school had three streams they used to volunteer two people to sing at the front like to lead the rest of the um class in the session right and almost every friday i sang Mm-hmm. So I can count the ones that I didn't. Maybe I was home sick or I came to school late or like I had like a punishment or something. That's the only way I'd be not seeing. So I think that's one of the things that really pushed me, especially like to try and put myself at the front regardless of my stage, fright Like to just by they close your eyes and sing and you know. Um yeah, and I think also through high school. And I think for me, my turning point through high school was when i was in form two i did i did auditions to join the choir of my my high school and i got rejected the first time and i was like ah you know what, let me just go and try drama because Ukoha, jolly whether you sound good or whatever, they just vibes so I went and I got in and I was like yay so that first year I didn't do anything, the second year I also didn't do anything until one of the lead soloists in, we used to do a cultural dance, so you sing and dance at the same time for 15 minutes straight Bila Kuchoka mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just, it was, hey, it was theatrics. You know, theatrics, Yanni? If I ever find a video for me to show you, you'll be surprised. Um, so it's like doing cardio and singing. So, like, basically what Beyonce does, but like in a cultural way. Yes. Um, yeah. So, this one, one of the lead babes got sick and then she had to leave school, and we had um, uh, festivals coming up. And then they just picked me from the crowd and told you, You look like you can sing, come and sing. So I was there putting the costume and everything, and my voice refused to come out. It just literally refused. And I was so embarrassed. I said, Hey, what is this? But I was dancing nicely. So they kept me. <laughs> so I was there, and we were singing, Oh, and then it was in Luo. So you I imagine. Yes. You're trying to master all those Luo words and everything and still dance and find your voice, that, which has refused to come out. So that yeah. was what it was like. And then, I don't know, that season ended. But when the next season started, me, I don't know where my voice came from. And it was so powerful. Someone could stand maybe a few blocks away from where we were practicing from and they could hear me. And I was so impressed. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Um, So during the the district level, there was five levels, yeah. So there's districts and then regionals and then metropolitan, I don't know, something. And then nationals. Nationals. I got best soloist for the first one, the second one, the third one, we tied two of us. And then the other no. one, I didn't get it. But those things meant very much to me. And they are the kind of things that keep me going. Because especially like when you're into something that gets appreciated, it pushes you to do more. So I think that's kind of how my singing career has been morphed into existence. And mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So at this, <laughs> at this time when your voice refused to come. Were you in like form two, form three?
1: Form two.
0: Form two. Ooh, because mm. I, 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 did you, was it the pressure at that point because it was so random and you hadn't like mentally prepared yourself for such a time?
1: I think even just the mental state too. You know, form two is like a, it's a funny stage. Because I don't know, I didn't have a very good high school experience. Let me just be honest. And some of those things were things I didn't think I could fit into. So there wasn't enough confidence in myself to, like, put out. So even I'm being told things, I'm like, why are you asking me? Like me, as in, are you joking? Are you joking? Are you mad, fam? So I was like, yeah, no um but then i don't know i just told myself to just take the chance because i might as well make the most of what i have if i keep putting myself down who'll bring me up nobody mm-hmm. in this one nobody cares for you if you don't care for yourself you know yeah
0: so then you get your short in form three which is the next season mm-hmm. and it works out perfectly obviously do so kcc well. oh
1: my god you have no idea <laughs>
0: and stuff so let's talk about uni the uni period now because now that this is when now we're meeting each other and now is when i i feel like you're meeting like-minded people so mm. tell me now about the journey in uni so rah you're here strath mm. what's going on
1: so in uni i don't actually so let me tell you a little bit of before we finish before i finish high school so okay in fourth form, when we were doing KCC and everything, I dropped all the art I used to do. So I used to do like calligraphy, um, a little bit of drawing and everything and painting at home and stuff like that. And then on the side, the singing as well. So after sure. I just started doing the KCC, whatever, I said I'm never. Going to open my mouth, touch a pen to draw, nothing ever again. Um, Yeah. Um, but you know people sing in the shower. And people just do, like, those things. So I never put up anything else, like the drawing and everything. I've never done that again. But this one time, I was in STC. In fact, I was on the rooftop. And then uh, my friend Ben was playing the guitar. And I was so fascinated. And there was this babe who was trying to sing a song that was out of her range. Like, she couldn't even you know was not going to work so she was like do you know this song do you want to help me and I was like sure why not I mean okay so and that's the song I think I've sung the most in my whole musical career
0: <laughs> what song is
1: that it's this, running by Beyonce running 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 running, running for myself no, that one
0: yeah. <laughs> when I was okay. Gize,
1: running by Beyonce and Arrow Benjamin. It's a very beautiful song. It's very you don't in a touch kwa Yeah. So then whilst I was singing it, yes. there was someone behind me with their camera. Ah, okay, nice. Okay, people are interested in what this baby's trying to do. <laughs> yeah, love it. And then we went down to the music room, on the third floor. And then we did this this pompey by Bastille, and like el 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 el. It was just looking. It was sounding. keto sweet, fantastic nice. that one.
0: Tom, Tom if you go to
1: my if you go to Chocora, my Instagram, you'll find it. Uccocini, and I think from then on those guys kept calling me for like practice or like for gigs to attend or something and it made me feel like I could do something like it I felt like I belonged there and so I always pushed myself to do like my own like personal projects like if I called them instead of them always calling me and then like suggesting even like what stuff we could do and all of that yeah so that's some of the stuff that made me keep going in uni mm-hmm. and i think it's been like that ever since like i've done a lot of my gigs courtesy of the guys i met in strath um even the people i make with music at this end, like for kisembe i'm with my friends and they and we met in class like he's someone we go to the same class and we still make music to this day and yeah
0: how come I've never had, like, any of these tracks with Cindy? I'm not yet released you to have. the public. For real.
1: There's only one that's out.
0: Which, um, I don't know
1: if you've I had Chomo. Mm-mm. Shame on you, by the way. <laughs> so, there's Chomo <laughs> that's out. So, that one is with myself and then Kisembe, which is Cindy, um, Motune, Mukundi, and Brian. At the moment yeah so it's mm-hmm. kind of like a afro afro house afro caja is what it's called basically um yeah so that's just the one that's out and then other stuff is just underway yeah
0: wow i'm, I'm quite surprised i've never heard it and i'm sure Um, it's
1: not even a year old
0: uh, okay I'm slacking. I'm sorry. Shame on I'm you!
1: <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, now everybody knows. Everybody who is under the power of my voice knows that there's a song of that Chomo. nature in existence. Chomo okay. by Kisembe.
0: Yeah. Sure. I'll I'll look for it definitely after this one. It's on Apple um, Music,
1: Spotify, SoundCloud. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Feel free. Plug yourself. You heard yeah. Chomo. Yeah. Apple out Music. On- most streaming all platforms.
1: streaming platforms, except oh, all
0: Yeah, there we go. So now, obviously, singing led you to the drama and the acting, and I know you are also part of Quaver. I would like, I would like to think so.
1: Yeah. So that actually happened because of Jero. <laughs> um. So Jerome was like, "Oh, let's come for our show." Oh, I don't even. It was called, I think, Karida or something like that. And they're like, oh, come Mm -hmm. for our show. But for me, it was unfortunate. I couldn't go because I had a different engagement during that weekend. So what had happened was we said, ah, let's go for audition. This was now me and Donald. And Kumbe, the time we are thinking we want to go for auditions, auditions already happened. And Mm -hmm. now it was time for the guys who were called back. Do you know, me and Donald showed up and pretended like we've been in Kwefa for all our life. <laughs> and nobody Donald asked any questions. Right. And we just existed, let me tell you. And in that that time that we joined and, or we poxied ourselves, Donald got the lead role. Mimi, I was there, lead dancing and lead singing. Imagine. I mean, like, a round of applause and yeah so like we just found ourselves there and I think these guys have given me the best experience ever in the world of theater so I don't do much acting in the theater parts I do yeah. a lot of the musical that goes into it so the singing and all of that basically is where I am the most comfortable, right? And mm-hmm. those guys have opened doors, right? So they used to have a show called Africa Dusk, which used to happen February and I think October. And I remember my first paid gig was on the same day as an Africa Dusk. As soon as I imagine, I left my house in the morning,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I went to town. To make sure that the guy who had given me this first gig of mine, I think I was even—I think I was paid five hundred. No, I was not. Mm, maybe. I get there. He's not done sound check. He's not done anything. He's telling us now that I have to change my set from an from a live band to an acoustic, and I was just like, "What is this? I've never seen this in my life before." Like I'm so used to organization being top point. So I told him, fine. Let me go to my other gig. I do sound check there and then I come back. I got there, now where Quaver had set up for Africa Dusk. There was lights. It was like day daytime, but nights for lights for nighttime had already been set up. The instruments had been put out, sound was ready. Everybody was like doing sound check and I was just like uh, this is worlds apart from what i'm seeing today and those guys have really done the best things that any good things those ones are from quaver yeah you know even a lot of the people who recognize me told me oh i saw you at a Cueva show oh by the way my mom told me she had your voice at Queva. i was like your mom wow <laughs> oh my gosh wow yeah, so I think those guys really do their most. They've done their most for me. And I think oh, they yes. like me also because even like when they have like smaller gigs, they'll hit me up and be mm-hmm. like, are you free? Can you come? We go. You know, we are doing like weddings. We are doing like, I don't know, funerals. We are doing people's birthdays and G25th anniversaries. Like they give us the, the thing. You go there, you're paid. You're given lunch, you're given booze. Soft living, this
0: one. Oh, no, this is a real baby girl lifestyle. If there are yeah, people baby girl about. lifestyle. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. So I think those guys have done this us. Yeah. And I've also made the best friends with Kina Abna, Jerome. Those guys are my homies for days.
0: Yeah, it's like a community once you get into mm. it. Because I know it's like, I guess, tightly neat. And also... Mm-hmm. As you talked, you know, I was just like going through the memories and I think anyone who's gone for any, I guess, Quaver concert or gig, it's really nice. And I think the first one was at YMCA. I think that's the one mm-hmm. I went to in, I think, March 2017. And it rained heavily because they had to switch from outdoors but it was so much fun. To it really was. And obviously, shout out to Monique and Jerome. They really like, they came through, even Abner came through. Everyone was just, yeah. you know, doing doing the thing. It was a very memorable event. Um, yeah, that's dope. That's really nice. You know, I think slowly by slowly, I'm starting to understand that music is a very powerful thing. And I wanted to ask you what music um, represents. Yeah, yeah. What does music represent according to you? Like, I don't know if I'm making sense, but I mean,
1: let me try and answer it in in as uh, uh, deconstruct your abstractness. Um, yes. for me, music is everything. So, like you can be angered by music, you can be calmed down by music, your emotions can be elevated by music, your you can be de-escalated by music. Like, it, it helps you communicate what it is that you're feeling. So if you're feeling sad, you'll reach out for your Sad nigga Hours playlist. If you're feeling, <laughs> like, super happy or you're about to work out, you go for the one that will pump up your endorphins. If you're yeah. just there, you'll get, like, like chill vibes. If you want to study, oh, CG, lo if you just want to like feel good about yourself, I go for the Roomba playlist because I'm just there. Like I'm feeling retirement, not as Jamaliza degree, you know, like it's very, I love just how music makes me feel. And I think that's the most important thing for me. If if music doesn't make me feel anything, I'm not going to listen to it. And like, <sighs> it helps you communicate. Sometimes you don't have the words to articulate the feelings that you have, but how someone else has broken it down and wrote a song about it and sang it with chords one and four and five in succession could not, not sure. be the same way someone who did chord six, chord seven or chord one in the same way. And I uh-huh. think it just, it just makes things feel more alive. Yeah. Can you imagine even when you're watching a movie and there are no like there's no music, even when we are seeing people just having their heads against the the window of the car and you just think this person is crazy but then if you add the <laughs> like soundtrack for there, someone like you, if someone had uh-huh. music, if someone hears that they can't even know I do, like I sing for a living but like, there it makes sense once the music is connected to the scene and sure. yeah, that's basically what music does for me
0: well, I mean I love the part that you mentioned uh emotions and also communicating because I think slowly by slowly I'm getting to a point where I'm understanding like the structure of like chords and chord progressions and my friend Monique has really been helping me with that and this past week we were just talking about um obviously like genre the genre of jazz and how it's different from let's say pop for example cuz you'll add different extensions to a chord to make it sound more jazzy. So Mm -hmm. for example, like you said, um, I'm starting to understand that there are different voicings, which will evoke now different emotions. So when he's playing something for me, for example, we were doing Coming Home by Saudi Soul. And he was like, Mm -hmm. okay, do this, change this to, to this chord and then remove like your middle finger and just like, you know, just play it out and tell me, you know, how it sounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just tell me how it sounds. And I'm like, this sounds more, you know, a bit more sweet than the, like, let's say the original chord that they used for the song. Which is more sad. Yeah. And you feel like, wow, baby, you know, actually I'm feeling a difference. And I think that's just so beautiful. Like, I think once I'm understanding all these things, like the chord progressions and how they tie together, so beautiful and it is it is I don't know I'm I think I'm just enjoying this process of just like actually learning what why this sounds like this or why should you play these things together so Mm -hmm. it's 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 super interesting and also I'd love to have Cindy actually on the pod to talk about like music and I think he mentioned something to do with uh, the direction music is going in Africa which I think is very dope and like, he can talk more about like Kisembe and yeah like you
1: know I'll tell you how when we we're, when we're doing like when we are selecting our dissertations for our research papers for, for Thea, him yeah. He just knew off the bat he was going to write about music. That, at that point, we were being told, oh, write about trade in the world. CJ, what? He was like, I'm writing about music. And he stuck with it. And I think he did pretty good. So what Watwako dedicated to music, how Sasa.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you know, you, you got to push for what you love. And yeah. obviously, he's, he's doing something amazing. So a big shout out to Sende, by the way. For sure, so, for sure. So Sasa, Sasa Tumemaliza. Sec, yeah, hey, there's nothing like <laughs> section section one. What God God damn. You know, I was dope in Kiswahili. Like man, was, was my class guys. name
1: for swa, Like I was the bow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, you know, the weird thing is because in primary swa used to be so hard. You know, I I used to wonder oh, why do we learn so much from Samyati? Why do I need to know Suju? am knowing animals.
1: What? <laughs> <Something laughs> <like laughs> yeah, that one. And that's hey, why you get your
0: points out in just, your insurance.
1: And then you read that in high school, Unaambuapo, Luga Chapwa. You're just like, okay, what do I do now? I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. So, yeah. so now I get to ask you three quick fire questions
1: oh, about Lord. yourself.
0: And they're quite short. Don't worry. This one. So obviously the first one, I think you answered it, but I'm going uh, to just ask you again. What genre of music do you vibe with the most?
1: Besides Rumba, <laughs> let me just say, <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I like a lot of Indie music, like independent music, like rock but alternative or not like the regular. Yeah, I think I like indie music. And so, this one for Sanel, whatever Sanel does, I like that one also. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: and see me, that woman is gorgeous. My, she touched yeah, me, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: Everybody should I, know she touched my hand.
0: <laughs> you went for a, a concert. To yeah, Rah, how was it's that? the only
1: concert I went through, I went for during this COVID period. <laughs> how, how was it? I how risked was it, it all for a babe. <laughs> it was so nice. Ugh. Oh my god, it was so nice. She, she her, hey, she embodies the energy, the musicality, everything she just does is just wow. Yeah. So I like
0: that. That that must have been an experience. You know, every time Mm -hmm. these events happen, I'm just always out of the country. I'm always just getting stories, but it's okay. Life.
1: Well. I mean, (laughs) Nazaya.
0: Second question. Mm -hmm. How would your friends describe you in two words? Funny. Mm -hmm.
1: Dramatic.
0: You're dramatic. I'm shocked.
1: I'm, I'm quite dramatic. You're shocked. You have not hung out with me enough. Ah, uh, uh, mm, mm, mm. The theatrics, I got them. The phrases from the memes, I got them. The tone in my voice, I got it. Like, it's, it's, it's a thing. People think I'm really dramatic. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Lastly, what's one way you practice self-love I sleep Facts.
1: So in as much as I say I, do, I need a sleep trainer it's because I have extremes I either sleep too much or I sleep too little so if I'm sad mm-hmm. bedtime if I'm happy okay I'll be awake but I'll take some time to sleep but yeah if I'm stressed bedtime if I need to eat and I'm full bedtime yeah
0: All right, so those have been the three fire questions for our guests. So now I
1: talk to a lot of people who I love, so like my boyfriend. Uh Oh, it's okay, carry on, carry on. I forgot what I was saying because Zuku has zuku
0: Uh, you were saying, uh, you talk to your boyfriend, talk to the people you love.
1: Oh, yeah, my other my close second thing to. How I show myself self-love.
0: Yeah. Okay. And the nice. buying myself
1: things I like.
0: Nice, yeah. nice. Um, Should I answer for myself about self-love?
1: Yeah, I'm curious. Mm,
0: what do I do? Oh, you know me, I'm a very simple person. I just need a cup of coffee and a book. And I just get lost in the book. You're like, a book, Oh my god! I love books. Oh my god! <laughs> books are like my escape. I'm like, uh, I, I read a lot of Africa and fictional novels. I'm those types mm-hmm. like Chimamanda, Taiyese, Have you read The
1: Fisherman?
0: Like Boni Barrett, The Fisherman by who?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say his name nicely. I'll send. It, I'll text it to you. But it's a really good book.
0: Okay, no problem. Yeah, so that's. I mean, that's one of the. Uh, few ways i practice self-love so yeah we're done with that section um i guess you know now feel free to you know talk talk about whatever you want this is just the part where you can say anything random no structure whatsoever for the last like 15 even just
1: start by being a shameless plug yes i'm gonna be a shameless plug for a couple of minutes so sure. besides singing Like, I have, like, serious stuff going on on the side. And I started working in branding and marketing by chance. And let me tell you, I have dealt with the most interesting type of clients in my life. My first client was a guy who was launching an academy for gay men. And they were trying to, like, set up their pages um their website and content calendars and stuff like that and me first of all I had like I had faked it until I made it to get that job Eh, hey not gonna lie I was shocked for a second because you know how I don't know it was just an experience they were very very interesting hey Anyway, some one, one of these days I, I was on a Zoom call with them and then they were sharing their screen. And then yeah. they they were on their messenger.
0: <laughs> Facebook.
1: And you know how you know how Facebook, yeah, Facebook Messenger, because a lot of our people just use Facebook. And you know how um when you're trying to vibe a babe or a guy, you really say the corniest shit. But now I was trying to imagine it like that way. He was just saying a lot of, hey, anyway. Care, care so to, anyway,
0: to tell us a couple of lines?
1: No, let me just leave it there because um, I, uh, PG, it was too PG, much for
0: me. PG-18? PG, 18.
1: <laughs> it's PG, P, PG, over it, r rated. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, to You
1: know, close the tab, close the tab down there because I can see what you're saying. You was nasty. Was he
0: embarrassed? <laughs>
1: mm, 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 mm. he wasn't i mean he was very like oh sorry about that and then he like quickly brisk briskly continued with the rest of the conversation so i think i like working for um people who don't know how to use instagram um it gives me a lot of creative freedom <laughs> i just mm-hmm. put whatever i feel like putting and telling them that yes this is what people on the internet like to see for your business and yeah so eventually like I started uh, a company with three of my counterparts. And so we do branding and marketing for, and website development, maintenance um, type of thing with them. So if you want to quote, hit us up at triplekcreations.co.ke, and we'll get back to you and tell you what we can do for you. Or text me um, on Instagram or yeah.
0: So you can only be found through a website. No, like Instagram um, we Twitter. have a LinkedIn
1: LinkedIn. A LinkedIn.
0: There's okay. a Twitter.
1: There's a Twitter Triple K Creations. Um but yeah, this is about it. Or you can just, like talk to us directly. So myself or at RJ Karaoke. Um yeah, those are the two channels um you can reach quickly. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's nice. I didn't know Rafa was part of it. It's interesting. Yes. He nice.
1: is, he is, he is. He's pretty good at branding and all of that jazz. Yeah.
0: So I think when we last talked, you told me something about like some interview you were supposed to do.
1: Yes. So I was, I was now this is now for the people I work for. So, okay. I work for this um, American Venezuelan company that hires people around the world. So, mostly, okay, somewhere around the world, in but it hires mostly from Kenya, Uganda, I think, Tanzania, and then Venezuela, Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, and the States. Those are the ones, at least I've met people from those specific countries.
0: Yes. Um,
1: yeah, obviously, like. I had an interview set up for me for that day that was supposed to be in French. Now, let me tell you how when you're feeding in these applications, usually right there how, oh yeah, I can speak French or Spanish or wherever. Let me tell you, I only know, bonjour, comment ça va, ça va bien, merci, there is it. I mean yes. I studied French for uni, but you know it's Ile, you know what you need to write in the exam. Hey,
0: yes, for sure.
1: So I was telling you we finished quickly that I can go and prep myself. I find conversational French and write there in the chat box that when she comes to talk to me, I have something to say to her. Hey, I was just there thankful that she spoke in English, but her English was so bad and it was mixed with French, but it saved me a lot of embarrassment I could have just been in the ghetto so yeah so I had one of those interviews that day and then I had another one um, I think a day after that where it was this Nigerian lady and in the beginning of the conversation she was all like so like yeah I just wanted like to find somebody who, who was like compatible with me and I could like yeah, cool with working with. And then she asked me, so where are you from? And I was like, I'm in Nairobi, um, Kenya, right? I'm like, oh, okay. So you're one of our people now. Okay, I love it. <laughs> when it
0: switches
1: on She's asking up. me about what, what <laughs> you're doing. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, um, I'm currently doing my exams for like fourth year and everything. Like, ah, it's okay. I've hired you. Now go and study. I was like, oh, oh, well. Allah, Allah, Allah. And that was the easiest interview I'd ever done. It lasted all of five minutes. And we thank God.
0: What was the outcome? I'm surprised. Has she gotten back to you?
1: She did. She did. She texted me what she needed, um, sent me specifications for the type of work she wants done. And I was like, cool, I'll get back to you when I finish my exam in a week. What, is yeah. this
0: still um, in marketing as well?
1: Yes. So this yeah. particular client, um, she's a coach, a life coach, and so she's looking for like um, people within her, her because she's a doctor. She's looking for yeah. people within the psychiatric field who can be able to join her program, which is centered around dealing with um, um, how do you call it corporate women who don't. have an outlet to have like yeah therapy sessions um content around that kind of thing yeah
0: okay yeah I think you really meet like interesting people through all it these things so that you're doing yeah. and I'd have never guessed like you do marketing I would have never known because I, mm-hmm. I don't even think you mentioned it to me when we were talking prior to like I oh, guess, yeah, like I had yeah. recording this one like two weeks mm. ago or something. Um, yeah, that's that's really amazing. Like, I'm happy that you're having all these opportunities. Like, that's chase really the
1: best
0: chase especially the at, at this age. Like, we're yeah. we're all doing so many things. In fact, um, I mean, a group in WhatsApp called Ideas Have Consequences, and basically, we talk about a range of different things and um we had a session i think um 2 weeks ago and jerome was talking about like you know investments and how like you know we can acquire a piece of land and just like have it to you know for example have nyama with the boys or people are starting to even mm-hmm. think of acquiring like chicken and starting so actually one of the guys that uh, i think ninge is selling chicken so Imagine and we're just 21, 22, 23, thereabouts. And I think I think this is amazing. I'm 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 very like stoked for the future ahead because yeah. I don't know why, but I feel like our generation we're doing so many different things. We have people who are super into like technology, we have you guys, finance, uh marketing, we have people who are playing sports seriously. Like mm-hmm. ballers, we have lawyers who are gonna come through in future.
1: People Although, are gonna make bank. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like I'm, I'm excited. I think that we are getting to a point where people are actually, you know, starting to figure things out. Pole pole too. And you know, I always say, I think there's so much to be learned in the world. It's so weird. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just getting to to see where. For example, if you just decide to focus on one thing, well, it, can, it can take you, you know. Take, for example, mm-hmm. people who are, like, content, you know, creators. I'm seeing yeah. people like, you know, Stephanie Nganga having um, promotions with, I don't know, if I think it was Beef Eater or, like, I yeah. can't remember what brand, but just, I'm a lazy V2. I don't people, know, may I'm happy. I think He's it's seeing people something doing that... Such things? Wow.
1: It's also something that we picked up like from during like the COVID period where you see people who like work in one particular industry and if that industry was failing, they had nothing to turn to. And when you have like multiple things, like some could go, okay, some could go like really well, others could go really bad. So I think it's like a safety net kind of thing that we're trying to get for ourselves. And also like with going into investments and like finding that extra coin is really doing a number to just make sure that our lives, even if we can't always sustain it, we're really not just like down bad and life is like, like really bad, yeah.
0: Is there anything like yourself you, you're excited for? Like, is there something you're looking at and you're like, wow, I think this would make really perfect sense in future or like anything upcoming you think could be personal, could be uh, connected to other people or could just be like an idea you've had, you know?
1: I think first of all, may I like this podcast business because
0: Aww. it's
1: like really cool and I don't know. I have a few ideas of my own, um, just to see like how I'd get to something would, that would be interesting for me to do. Sure. So I'm excited about figuring out my podcast front when the time comes. I'm not that keen on it at the moment because, again, I'm doing like ten billion things at the same time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but like I'm excited to put out more music
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this is coming from like sometimes we let like the voices in our heads break us in the sense that you feel that nothing is as good enough as you'd want to put out or um everything feels like it should be prioritized, especially because not a lot of people take music seriously. So you'll be like, okay, I had scheduled to go to the studio, but I have to, I don't know, finish some assignments in good time. Mara, CG, I have exams, so I can't be in the studio. Or CG. I don't know, some random reasons. So I think also the fact that I'm finishing school and then now we'll have... To to start now CG job hunting. It's really scary, but I'm hopeful that I will put out new music and it'll be the bomb and people will like it and I'll be content and vibes.
0: For sure, for sure. You know, its I'm glad that you mentioned that aspect because, I don't know, man, like, um, I feel like time's really starting to catch up with us <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: it is. because i don't know where i where have the years gone and it's it's so strange that when we were younger we were always looking forward to this age mm-hmm. and we're like you know when i'm 20 something i'm gonna be doing this i'm gonna be doing that and now we're here and we're like uh i still don't know what's going on i'm yeah. not <laughs> sure what's supposed to happen as well and I find it such a very interesting contrast, because I remember I used to see my uncle's like nine years older than I am, and mm-hmm. when I was younger, I used to look up to him and be like, "Wow, I wonder how it feels being his age." Because mm-hmm. you know me, I remember these guys used to watch Prison Break. Me, I'm kicked out at the end of chapter or something. Like watoto <laughs> <yawato, yawato>, <laughs> I used to be like, I I we are we are watching five wait. seasons
1: back to back.
0: Yes, I still have never watched Prison Break. I think Save. I know what happens because <laughs> uh, this is again on a random tangent. I watched Breaking Bad, and my mind was blown because I think it's one of the best series I've ever watched.
1: Um, I can disagree because I felt like season one was so boring, <laughs> so I didn't. Obviously, continue.
0: things things take time to be patient with it.
1: to pick up. And I was like, Nope. Ain't nobody got time for
0: that. Okay. Fair enough. But, um, I don't know where I was going. You know, when you start talking about things, my mind just like pff, starts firing and I have so many things um, going on. Mm-hmm. And I think I was going to go break. back to leave prison, break, prison break alone. That was a tangent again. I want to, you know, track back to where my original uh, thought process was, but, I think um, it had to do with this idea of I don't know I don't know if it's about figuring things out I think that's what I wanted to talk about because I know you mentioned job hunting and Mm -hmm. at this point do you feel like you have yourself figured out or you're like I'm at like 20% but you know I'm gonna get that soon one
1: day. I don't even know if I'm gonna use this degree. Let me just say, uh-huh. hey, um, I don't know because here the way things are going. There's a there's. I was recently watching a video about whether an IR degree is worthy, and this guy had like solid points because he kept saying how. You need like a master's to back it up or like a post-grad. And do I want to go back to school? That's one. Two, like how much harder do I have to work to get to that optimum point for me to be able to like get jobs without struggling or stuff like that. So I don't know if I'm going to use my degree. That's one. I also think that I'm still finding my purpose and like my footing on where my my life should take its direction to go to um yeah so i'm still figuring shit out i think mm-hmm. but i hope amongst the things that i'm currently doing that something um would feel like super right because i don't feel like burdened by any of the things i currently do but i need that spark to just Cement. This is what the rest of my life should look like. Sure. But I'm not going to confine myself. If my heart feels like changing, I'm going to change.
0: Yeah, if it means going know, back
1: to playing football, I'm gonna play football. If I'm gonna do like, you know,
0: it's it's like this similar thing I've always had that whenever you envision like you're going somewhere, you think it's gonna be a, a very linear path, like from point mm-hmm. A to point B. But then as you start, you know, assuming let's say imagine you're you're mapping out something and you start your journey, you know, nakuru or whatever. And then as you go along, you're like, hold up, this point B doesn't really make sense. Or maybe it makes sense, but yeah. the way I thought I was gonna get to point B, I'm gonna have to go with this direction first. Then going yeah. to that other direction, you're like, huh. But hey, this branding and marketing can be a thing, so you decide. You know, let me mm-hmm. follow that path, and then again, while you're within marketing, something else, you know, pops up, and it's still within something like your capabilities, within your capabilities, and you decide to follow that. And I think it's it's so interesting because another, I'll 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 put the video in the link, but for like anyone who's kind of like struggling with with these ideas of like figuring yourself out or trying to find your purpose. Um, The title of the video is called finding your North star. So it's the same as I guess, finding your purpose. And um, it's by one of, again, my favorite YouTubers I've always mentioned him It's called Nathaniel Drew. And he basically talks about his process of trying to find his purpose because I'll give you like a short story about his life. So while he was like in high school, he just didn't feel like school was meant for him. And he decided to take an exchange program and he went to France because he was also really interested in learning, like, I guess, French. So he goes to Mm -hmm. France, spends mostly like a year there. And through that experience of living in France, he decided like you know, maybe I just want to do my own thing and not have to go to school. So he decided not to go to uni and he's maybe like 24, 25 right now. And Mm -hmm. I think through just that experience of living in different countries and, you know, learning different languages and doing YouTube like 24-7, he's basically learned a lot more. Not that, obviously, uni has its place, right? Right.
1: Yeah,
0: And I don't know what you're for, uh, because this is a rabbit hole. Some people would say, you don't really need to go to uni. Some people would be like, you need to go to uni to learn certain skills. Mm -hmm.
1: Who is 30 and he holds a job that requires like great skill and everything. And he makes a bank, but he almost didn't even finish high school.
0: Mm-hmm. Like he
1: finished high school just because, by the way, let me just get over and done with. He's never been to uni. He has gone through the toughest times in his own regard, but he found his purpose and he worked to build the skills that give him the competency to do what he wants to do. And yeah. he does this design things and all of that. And he makes bank and he's happy with where he is. And he, is actually, like, okay that he didn't go to uni. So I think for me, what I think the one thing I would always tell, like, people, if you're listening to this, this is for you. Don't ever be afraid to try. Sometimes things don't go the way you want them to or where you want to seems like it's unattainable. But... I, I saw this actually from Paula this morning how she was saying how there was things that felt like obstacles to her but she didn't let her dream die and don't ever let your dream die just do everything within your power and your capacity to get to where you want to go and live your dream I mean just live your dream hey
0: yeah, man like it's only I guess one life to leave as cliche as yeah. it sounds it's, it's honestly it's facts. so it's, fact. it's i don't know fact. you know i don't want to be old and then i'm i'm filled with so much regret that i didn't yeah. do this i didn't do that like that would be sad like i just probably want to leave earth knowing that i did everything i possibly could you know yeah. there's sometimes yeah. these these are like the thoughts i have like I, I look up to so many people and I see what they've done. And sometimes I wonder, like, can I actually, like, get there? Because, let's be honest, like, all good things are a struggle to come by. And what people never see is the work that's put into something. We always just see, like, the final result. And we're like, wow. Like, you know, sometimes people will say, this guy is just an overnight success. But sh- now nah, he or she has been up at weird hours doing weird things and just trying to like you know build themselves from literally nothing and i don't know for me my prayer is just like you know i always ask god to like bless the work of like my hands or our hands because yeah. mine i don't know anyway i don't want to get too deep <laughs> But I just went so deep. you, yeah. you know,
1: so Did not get into you? That was deep, man. That was deep.
0: Nah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not trying to be deep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was supposed to be like It was supposed to be nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I guess is there anything you would like to add before I I close this? I don't have any parting short question today. <laughs> I think we've mm-hmm. talked a lot about. Hmm.
1: I don't know. Watch TikToks. Um, enjoy TikToks. Um, don't feel like emasculated by not watching TikToks. TikToks are fun. You will probably learn something you didn't know. Um, you'll be very entertained, you'll probably try out funny dances and it'll keep you up at night. So, yes, I endorse watch
0: TikToks. Yeah. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So, guys, that's been Stacey. I've enjoyed our conversation. It's been you know, light and at times quite deep, but you know, we I appreciate your company and you know I'm looking forward to Thanks. <laughs> having you on another episode definitely in future or on a random one, you know, just talk about whatever you want to talk about. I think that's something I want to do, apart from just having this like yeah. structure of just getting you to know have people.
1: A segment.
0: Uh-huh. Go
1: ahead. You should have a, a a segment where, like, you do like conversations. You know, sometimes when you do like the strictly on the ones, you yeah. usually go deep into like what this person is about and what their life is like. But like sometimes it would be nice if there was like a balance type of thing where you just like have vibes with oh, your yeah, for friends sure, for sure. and you share like stuff you've been thinking about during the <sighs> week. And a random thing you saw when you went to the market and stuff like that. It would be cool because this world is crazy. People see funny shit every other day. So I think that would be nice. So
0: like a mini segment, something shorter than these episodes, right? Yeah. Like uh, half an hour at most, like 25 minutes type of thing. Just random Mm. stuff. Yeah. Definitely, I can look into that for the next. It's also
1: like help with your consistency, Jesse.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to build something. I don't know what the like goal is, uh, but you know, it'll come along. But before we get the, um, I'm actually really happy to have like such conversations with my guests. It's it, it's always very like enlightening to hear different perspectives and learn something you didn't know about like i learned about you being having stage fright doing marketing and branding and learning about your childhood as well i mean i can go on and on but yeah i'm i'm glad thank you thank you for for being here i really appreciate it
1: i'm happy to be here um yeah that's all
0: (laughs) well so thank you all for getting this five you got here I know these episodes are always long but as long as you gain something from it that's always my it's like my fuel like that keeps me going you know when people are like yo by the you know I learned something today from this it was really nice I I really love such feedback you know so thank you thank you all for getting this far and I gotta wrap it up now and I will see you guys in episode 4 real soon so Kwahiri and have a blessed week pioneers a hundred years ago the
1: pioneers pushed
0: west pioneers my life has
1: Pioneers pushed west.
0: Our lives have been changed.